Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 239. When I think about the things that I'm really great at, making fast decisions and being a very decisive person has gotten me really far in life. And today I want to walk you through how I became a better decision maker, the things I ask myself when making big decisions, and how you can implement a few simple steps to become better at making your own decisions, sticking to them, and not doubting what you ultimately decide. Truly, truly, this one skill has saved me hours of deliberation, seasons of questioning if I made the right decision, and it's given me clarity on saying my best yeses. Before we dive on in, today's review is from Alta1D. It's titled, I'm Not Even a Businesswoman. It says, I don't even remember what led me to this podcast, but I continue to binge on this show because it is so applicable as education for anybody who wants to charge after their goals. Oh yeah, and it's helping me to realize that God is calling me beyond my comfort zone and into my next adventure. Thank you, Jenna, for your positive energy, education, and for contributing to my personal development. If you want your review read on the show, it's actually really easy. All you have to do is leave one. Seriously, guys, leaving a review is the best and easiest way that you can say, hey, thanks for this content. We spend a lot of time putting together these shows for you because it's like wrapping up a nice present and handing it on over. And so if you want to send a little thank you card back, do so in the form of a review. Seriously, hit pause, pop into iTunes, whatever you're listening to, leave us a review, and maybe you'll hear your name on the show next time. Without further ado, let's talk about how we can make better decisions. You ready? You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. 
Thanks to TripActions for supporting Gold Digger. TripActions rewards travelers for saving their company money, and they'll reward you for checking them out. Go to tripactions.com slash gold digger, complete a 30-minute demo with a TripActions account executive, and get 20% off booking fees in 2019. I haven't always been super decisive. In fact, in the past, I would categorize myself as a wishy-washy human being, who is more of a people pleaser than a certainty queen. Can anyone relate to that? Like you want to make everyone happy and you kind of just keep to yourself and let others make the big decisions in life, like where to eat for dinner or what movie you should watch. I used to be like that too. And now Drew would probably argue that I'm a little too decisive, but I know what I want. And now I don't really waver or question my decision-making abilities. When we moved into our new home, we had to pick out some stone for our shower floor. And honestly, I didn't really care what we got. I know, I know I have bigger fish to fry than the tile that I'm going to stand on while I'm getting clean. But Drew made me come with him to help him make a decision. Bless him because he didn't want to make the wrong choice, right? So I jump in the car. We go to the place to pick out the stone. I walk in. I smile at the woman. I tell her, don't worry. We're going to be quick. She kind of gave me this cute little smile like, sure, sure you will, lady. That's what they all say. We walked into the back room where there were scraps of granite and marble. And within two steps in the door, I picked out our stone, put a piece of tape on it, left our name on it and walked out. She was shocked. Like in all the years, she had never seen a woman decide something so quickly. I laughed and I told her that I have to make a hundred decisions or more a day and I'm pretty good at it, but it did get me thinking like maybe I am actually gifted when it comes to making decisions and maybe that's been a secret weapon when it comes to running a business. So where do I start? Like, I know it's weird to say you're good at something, but hey, I'm owning it. I believe it all starts with being really clear on where I'm heading. I know what I want for my life. I know what I want my year to look like. I know what will move me forward and what will take me away from that goal. And so it all begins with knowing where do you want to go? When you can set up a really clear benchmark that you are chasing down, it is so easy to put up a ruler to your decisions and to deem it a clear yes or a clear no. So where am I at today and what do I use to make decisions? Well, I'm going to start with my goals for this year. Number one, I want to grow the podcast and the reach of it while maintaining a high quality of content and to make it the best free resource for creative entrepreneurs, specifically for women. Number two, I want to serve my students and make my online courses the best that there are out there with updated and current content that leads everyone who takes them to big results. And number three, I want to put my family first. I want to make sure that I am home and present and able to be a part of the big moments and milestones. Spoiler alert, I am recording this while I'm still pregnant. Yes, I realize that I'm recording this about six months from when it's going to air. But as I talk about all these things, I am so clear on where I am headed. 
And I might gander to guess that you couldn't say the same about where you're heading in the next six months. Now, when I get faced with a decision to make, I measure it against these big goals for the next year. Will this support my goals of keeping the podcast a top resource and allow me to create more free content? Will this help me to create better courses and to serve my students in a new way? Will this decision help or hurt my desire to put my family first and to show up for them in new ways? Because when I know what my best year looks like, it's easy to decipher if opportunities are worth taking or if I should say no to them. And when I ask those questions to see if a decision is aligned with my three main goals for 2019, it helps me to really see if it is a worthy yes or if it deserves a no. Now, let me tell you, I get a lot of offers disguised in shiny wrapping paper. I get a lot of things that sound too good to be true or opportunities that make me immediately feel FOMO. Even before I say no, I get pitched campaigns and workshops, opportunities to keynotes and places I've dreamed of going. But I've also learned from a lot of experience that those opportunities are usually growing someone else's business or brand and not truly supporting the vision I have for where I want to go. When I was sitting around with my mastermind girls at our last retreat, I was kind of leaving them with some words of wisdom. And I wanted them to know you are going to get opportunities. You are going to get offers disguised in shiny wrapping paper. And if you're not clear about what your best yeses are, you're going to say yeses to other people's goals. You're going to say yes to growing other people's businesses, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you get so clear on where you're headed, it makes those yeses and no's so much easier. So where do you start to become better at making decisions? Number one, you have to get really clear on your big picture. How do you want to feel each day? What do you want to accomplish? What is that vision that you have for your life? The more specific you can be here, the better off you'll be. Like, actually, if you were to close your eyes, don't do this if you're driving, (laughs) but if you were to close your eyes and visualize the perfect day or week or month and think of the things that it includes and what it definitely doesn't include, how do you want to feel each day? What do you want to accomplish? What would be the end result for you for a successful, fulfilled, fully alive day? I love to think about this often because how we spend our days is ultimately how we spend our lives. And I think we forget that. I think we forget that all the time. So example, if I visualize myself at home, waking up with my family, enjoying pancakes at the breakfast table with Drew and our baby, Would I commit to that trip that would take me to a random location where I have to spend days in a hotel or inside of airports? No, I wouldn't. Even if it was shiny and it offered money, what would the cost be of saying yes? And would that be worth it? 
as I've grown my business and my vision's gotten clearer, it's helped me to really protect those best yeses. Because even if there's a paycheck involved, I know the cost of being away. And I know that it might not be worth it to me. I also know what I'm capable of accomplishing in a day that might elsewise be spent in an airport or up in the air or in a hotel. And I would way rather bet on myself in my vision than someone else's. So when I think about what 2019 looked like, it looks like a clear calendar to me, which is something I haven't had ever. I mean, in the last four to five years, I have flown at least once a month, every single month without a break. And as I was preparing for maternity leave and as I'm getting excited for it, and again, I know this is so weird because I'm recording this and I'm pregnant and at the time it airs, I'm going to have this baby and I'm going to know if it's a boy or a girl and that's just so crazy. But I want to show you what's possible when you have a clear vision. I'm able to sit here with this baby in my belly recording this because I know my purpose. I know that the number one thing I want to do is to invest in my family. And in order to do that, I had to say yes to sitting down and recording these episodes now so that you could enjoy them as you're listening to them. Now, number two is this, create a list of what you will say yes to and what you will say no to. Now, I know this sounds silly, right? Like you need to have an actual list. I don't want you to skip this step of what you are going to commit to and what you are committing to turn down. I thought this was silly too. Trust me until I did it. And I do it often. When I set actual and clear boundaries and put them down in writing, it really helps me to firm up the ability to turn things down and to know what my best yeses are. Like literally take a piece of paper, write a line down the middle, have a yes side and a no side. And I want for you to think about your past six months. What did you commit to that excited you, that moved you closer to that bigger vision? And then I want for you to think about all the things that you said yes to that you ultimately dreaded, that sucked your energy, that held you back or distracted you from the bigger work you know you're called to do. I call this my gut game. I know in my gut if something is a good fit or a bad one right off the bat. Like I can read an email and I can feel it. I can feel it real strong. It's not gas, I promise. (laughs) I've had to silence a lot of the entrepreneurial noise over the years to really tune into my gut. And it's helped me to create a very clear list of what's in the yes category and what needs to remain in the no. For example, as a wedding photographer, when I committed to weddings past daylight savings time, I'm being serious here, I always dreaded them because the sun would set super early and the days were really long. And in order to create the work that I wanted to create, the work that my clients expected, I had to change up how I scheduled everything. Since I realized that I dreaded them, I made a quick and fast rule that I would never take any weddings between daylight savings time. So yes, I took about six months off each year from shooting when I was solely a wedding photographer. More recently, preparing for maternity leave, I decided that I wanted to take a year off of the speaking circuit so that I could travel less, be home more with our baby. So I made a decision early in 2018 that I wouldn't be accepting any speaking opportunities for the year of 2019 unless they were my dream 
stages to be on and that my family was able to come with me. Making a really hard rule that we would turn down these opportunities made it a lot easier for my team to say no so that I wouldn't be tempted, because I always am, to say yes to things that maybe sounded shiny but didn't actually move me closer to that vision that I had for my life. For me, I have to make really hard yeses and nos. It has to be black and white. If it is a yes, then I have to be all in and committed. It has to be a hell yes, I am so excited about this. And if it's a no, then I have to stick to that without wavering, without questioning. A lot of the bigger decisions I had to make cold turkey because the second I let a yes weasel its way in, it would totally evoke this dread inside of me that I was trying so hard to avoid. Because I've gotten so in tune with my gut game, it has been easier to make decisions. But in case you're still not in tune with what is the right move for you, the next step is number three, weigh the pros and cons, decide, and then this part's important, move on. One of the biggest things that holds entrepreneurs back is that people become so paralyzed with the decision that they just don't even make one. They put it off, they hem and they haw, and they sit on it for too long because they're not sure what the best response really is. If you follow steps one and two of knowing your bigger vision and the why, and if you've created a clear list of what you are going to say yes and what you are going to say no to, then you should already be on your way to knowing what decision is best for you. If you need to, make a list of pros and cons. I tend to just do this in my head very quickly. And I can see which way the scale is tipping. But if you actually need to sit down and write things out for you to really think through them, then I want for you to do it. Because the biggest thing is to get closer in seeing which way is going to be the right way for you. Once you make a decision, I want for you to stick with it, to have confidence in your ability to decide if it is not a hell yes then it shouldn't be a yes. And if it isn't a hard no, then it probably isn't a true no. Certainty is going to carry you further than overthinking ever could. And so I want for you to get so good about making a decision and then letting it go and moving on. One of the biggest gifts I think I've ever given myself as an entrepreneur is the fact that I don't constantly overthink things. I make a decision and then I move on to the next one without agonizing if I chose the right thing. If I am in tune with my main mission, then I should trust that compass to lead me without fear that I'm going off of the path. Has worrying ever gotten you anywhere productive? Like really? I mean, I'm a worry wart at times, but has overthinking ever led you to more clarity? Like I think not. And so as a true entrepreneur and a CEO, which you are, you are the CEO of your life, you are going to be faced with numerous decisions daily. And so getting clear on how you can make decisions means the better you're going to get, the faster you're going to get at making them, the more time you will have to be a true visionary and to really make decisions that support where you're headed and not just where you're currently at right now. So maybe at this step, fear has this way of sneaking up on you and sneaking into your process. 
Don't worry. That's normal. I learned a trick that has helped me in a giant way. Okay. Are you guys ready? So when I was making a decision to leave my corporate job and plunge headfirst into entrepreneurship, I had a ton of fear. You guys, I was scared SHIT less. I mean, really, I was. And rightfully so. I was walking away from this salary and seniority and benefits, all of these things that I thought I had wanted. And so when fear crept in, I had to create the system to manage it. And I struggled with anxiety during this season. And I decided like, how am I going to face this? How am I going to get past this? This is not the Jenna that I know. And so I wrote down my biggest, baddest, scariest fear. Like I allowed myself to go there to the worst case scenario. And I wrote it down. And then I asked myself, what would I do? if that worst fear came to fruition. So for example, my worst fear was that my business would absolutely fail, that I would make no money and my dream would come crashing down on me and that I would become the laughing stock of my friends and family. Dramatic. I know, right? Like if my friends and family were really laughing at me because I failed, that's not actually an accurate scenario, but that's what I was afraid of. So I wrote out that entire scenario, like I just lived it up like I was writing a script for my life. And then I created a plan for what would happen if that became my reality. So what would I do if that really, really happened? If I totally failed as an entrepreneur, I'd probably update my resume. I would ask for job references that I had from my corporate gig. I probably get back out and get interviewing. I had a degree. I had experience. I had a strong work ethic. Would going back to my corporate roots really be a true failure? Was it really that scary? No. That fear lost its power when I said, I see you. And here's what I do if you decided to show your ugly face in my life. I started doing this in other areas of my life when we were faced with big decisions like purchasing a condo in Hawaii or hiring a new team member and having to pay another salary. I would write down my fear around these decisions and then create an action plan, which would give me confidence to make a decision in the first place. It would relinquish the control that fear had on me and it would give me clarity that if all of it hit the fan, I had this plan that I could execute, right? And that doesn't really look like failure after all. Booking business travel is outdated, time-consuming, and costly. And half of business travelers, they don't even use their company's chosen travel management platform. If you're frustrated with the one at your company, try Trip Actions. They take the pain out of corporate travel with a complete solution that helps businesses save and keeps their employees happy. It's the first travel management platform designed from the ground up with a road warrior in mind. And booking is made easy via their app or desktop. They have 24-7 support around 
around the globe and incentives for employees to save on travel expenses. Companies big and small see over 90% adoption and save up to 34% on travel spend when they use trip actions. Companies from Lyft to Sara Lee Frozen's Bakery use trip actions for their business travel. Trip actions rewards travelers for saving their company money and they will reward you just for checking them out. This month only head to tripactions.com slash gold digger, complete a 30 minute demo with a trip actions account executive and you'll get 20% off booking fees in 2019. That's tripactions.com slash gold digger for a free demo and a 20% off booking fees in 2019. Tripactions.com slash gold digger. Reshape your company's business travel with trip actions. So let me review the big things that you need to do to become more decisive and to rock those decisions. Number one, get really clear on your big picture. You guys, I want for you to truly close your eyes. Imagine how you want to feel when you wake up. Imagine stepping into that person that you were made to be. I want for you to think about what does your day look like? How are you floating through it? What are you wearing? I want for you to get so specific on those details. How do you feel at the end of the day? What did you accomplish? Now, I want for you to really get clear on this because if you have no idea where you're headed, you cannot make decisions that are going to support a bigger vision. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're making decisions in the here and now, and we're only supporting our current life, but we're not actually creating a life that we're excited to head towards. Does that sound like something you can relate with? I want for you to go there. I want for you to dream those dreams. So much of my life right now has happened because I've been able to visualize. I've been able to manifest these things. I've told the story before, but after our second miscarriage, I was really stuck. Like personally, I was so stuck. I didn't know like what God had planned for me. And I wanted to believe that it was more than just loss and dealing with this. But I was just in this place where I just didn't know where I was heading. And I was burying myself in business. And of course, my business was doing well. But like personally, I just didn't know what was next. And I worked with my friend, Erin Traylor, who has been on this show. She runs an account called Raw Beauty Talks. And every week I would sit down with her. And we did this powerful visualization exercise where she just led me through this meditation. I remember sitting in the sun porch in her home in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. And she had me just envision my perfect day. And at the time, I'd only seen a listing on Zillow of the house that I'm currently sitting in recording in. But in that vision, I envisioned this house and I envisioned this big table and this red rug. And I pictured a little baby. I pictured a girl, so I don't really know what I'm having, but we'll find out if that vision was true or not. And I pictured sitting at the table with this little baby girl and I pictured Drew making pancakes and we had music on and we were dancing around the kitchen and laughing And I pictured I had jeans on and a white shirt, which I don't know why I pictured jeans because I always wear yoga pants, but hey, it was my perfect day. I pictured myself being pulled together, people. But that exercise was so powerful. I remember at the end of it, I opened my eyes and I told Aaron, I said, I think I need to move. And it was something I hadn't visually thought of. It was something I hadn't said. It was something I hadn't even fully imagined for myself, but just giving myself that time and space to really think about what is that perfect day. 
that was a huge piece of our story. And, and I do that for my business too. What do I want my days to look like? So number one is just getting really clear on your big picture. Where are you going? How is what you are doing today setting you up for that picture? Number two, creating a list of what you are going to say yes to and what you will say no to. I want for you to have one. If you need to post it by your desk, if you need to have reminders in your phone, whatever that looks like, I want for you to make hard and fast rules for your life so that you can start moving in the right direction. If you need people to hold you accountable, I want for you to get people to hold you accountable. But you have to start making decisions today for the future that you want for tomorrow. And number three, weigh out the pros and cons. If you are stuck, if you are just feeling like you just don't know where to go, if you have a decision that you have been dreading to make, weigh out the pros and cons, write a plus side on one side and a negative sign on the other and write down what is positive and what is negative about this decision. Then I want for you to decide and move on. There is so much power in us letting go of judgment against ourselves and questioning if we really made a good decision and in really trusting that we can be trusted, okay? And so moving on is very, very important. Now, my last piece of advice is this, and it's a hard one, but I want for you to think about removing as much emotion from decision-making as you can, I know this sounds weird, but I'm serious. When it comes to business, I have gotten really good at pumping the emotional brakes and looking at things with as clear of a business mind as I can possibly muster. When you remove the emotion from things, you can start to see with a clearer head. And if you're emotionally driven, you're more likely to make decisions that you will second guess. When it comes to business, it's really quite simple. Is this a smart move for my business or brand or life? Will it move the bottom line? And does it get me closer to the business I'm working to build? The moment you muddy the water with too much emotion is the moment that you decide that you really aren't ready to make a decision or one that you can truly stand behind. I've gotten pretty great at removing the emotion from business and then pumping emotion into my relationships compartmentalizing these things didn't come naturally, but it's helped me immensely. Over the years, I've gotten really good at making decisions. I don't get emotional. I decide, I trust, I move on. I decide, I trust, I move on. This system has helped me to not just build this business, but to lead a team towards a bigger vision. I've given my team the ability and the autonomy to make decisions within their roles and to trust them and to not have them feel like they need to come to me with every single question. I want them to be able to take ownership and to take imperfect action and to continue to grow in their role and in their confidence. At the end of the day, imperfect action makes things happen. And when you can start just taking these little imperfect steps forward, you'll start to actually move in the right direction. I'd love to tell you that I've made perfect decisions every single step of the way, but I've absolutely 100 bajillion percent I've messed up. Chalk up those times not as failures, but as experiments that didn't quite yield the right results. I constantly look inward to stay aligned with the bigger vision that only I can lead and get myself closer to. 
So my question for you is this, would you rather be moving than be stuck? Wouldn't you rather learn than to be paralyzed? Wouldn't you rather do something than do nothing? When you start to really pay attention to the way that you make decisions, big or small, and you start implementing the tools that I've given you today, I can honestly say one of the biggest skills that I have and one of the biggest gifts I recognize is my ability to be decisive, to be clear, and to move forward each and every single day. I can only hope that after today's show, you feel like you have been handed the tools to take your decision making to a new level. Thank you so much, Gold Diggers, for tuning in. I can't wait to hear what you think about this episode. Hop on over to Instagram at Gold Digger Podcast. Let me know what you think. And now I want for you, my Gold Diggers, to get out there and chase those big goals and make some really great decisions. I know you guys can do it. And I hope today helped equip you in the best possible way. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.